When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with... Co-host, Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt-Bernard. JB. Mike Molina. Special guest. Jackie Cation. Yay! I like that. You should walk on the stage. You always do that. Jackie Cation! Jackie Cation! I was just in Long Island, and uh, I had never been to... Long. I had never been to Long Island, (laughs) and it turns out Long Island is a caricature of itself. Uh, Yes. It was the entire audience... Were fists with haircuts. It was just a pile of dude bros who were perfectly nice, but they were dude bros, all super buff. There was like tiny buff dudes, giant buff dudes, and buff dudes gone to seed. I mean, it was like, and they all had the same haircut. It was insane. We will be right back. Kick things off with Jackie Cation right after this Tom Bernard show. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom Bernard Show, ladies and gentlemen. I know you're going to ask, so I'll just tell you, as of about uh, 45 minutes ago, the Dow was down 600 points again. Oh, no, Jackie. What are you going to do? It's my... (laughs) Yes. What will I do as a comedian? And I think we all know that nobody owns more stock than the lower middle class comedian. uh, If there is a middle class left, I'm beneath it. And uh, yeah, I'm told. Uh, I'm told it's uh, it's uh, it's 
uh, adjusting. That's what I'm told that because yes. it was too high and now it's adjusting. You know what the stock market? It's a market, correction. It's a correction. Yes, my my sister yeah. said it never corrects upward. <laughs> no. No, never correct. They, uh, they, they never refer to it as, a, as an adjustment or a correction when it's going up. Yeah. Although, hey, it's coming back yeah. now. It's only down 42 points. What? You're not. You're kidding. Me. No, it's it's really Bounce, jumping. It's bouncing around? It's, yeah, it's, it's just psychotic. It's What's crazy. happening? That was, that was 45 minutes ago. It was yeah. down 600. Now it's only down 40? Yeah, 42. I saw that it's, movie with Michael oh J. Fox. God. I know what's happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's uh, It was down 23 and now it is back up to 23.8. So, my so it went up, uh, went up, let's see, almost 425 minutes. Yeah. So my yeah. eight shares of amazing. eight shares of Disney stock are just all over the place. <laughs> right, right through now. the roof. Yeah. It's right uh, through the roof. Do you think it had anything to do with that guy littering in space, his Tesla? <laughs> yes, yeah, he was littering space, Jackie. You're absolutely right. It was littering. It's just and littering. You know, why? Why, Santa? You know, why? Well, you know our part of that, right? No. The United States taxpayer funded $4.9 billion of the bill. Did we? Why? Yep. When? Yeah, because, I don't know. Because, like because Elon Musk subsidies. asked? Oh, he's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, you look at the entirety of northern Minnesota as one giant farm subsidy. So, I mean, right. there's uh, there's plenty of pork going on in places where people voted for Trump and are like, but I hate big government. And you're like, you still driving on that road? This, this right. guy is going to be the first actual world supervillain. Oh, you think Elon Musk might be a supervillain? Yeah. I mean, the, the booster rockets landed back in the same spot that they took off. You don't think, yeah, he what if he goes Iron if he Man? Wants to. What if he goes Iron Man, which Ooh. is just arrogant, but with a heart of gold? Noblesse oblige. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> That, now you're talking. Now I'm looking for a Teddy Roosevelt. That's what I need. That guy was a that guy was a nut job. Did you guys ever watch that that documentary on PBS about him? That he's walking mm. around um, that hill in Cuba, right? That he played war at, and he had to kill like 32 mm. people. And he's walking around with his buddy, and he goes, "This is so much more fun than hunting." And you're like, "Wow, you're mad. You've you're clearly insane." And then uh, he invented the national park system. So the good and the bad, you guys. <laughs> yeah, the good and the bad. That's exactly right, the good and the bad. <sighs> I actually talked to a man from Texas one time. He was, a, he was a very wealthy man from Texas. And he said, you know, things have, uh, have changed down here, Tom. It's not, they're not like they used to be like back when I was a kid. Uh-oh. I said, well, what do you mean things have changed? And he was probably 70 when mm-hmm. I talked to him. It was a couple of years ago. Uh, things are a lot better than they used to be when I was a kid, because I tell you what, when I was a boy growing up in Texas, people don't know this, and uh, I don't know if they'll believe you when I, you tell a story, if you ever tell it on there, but uh, when I was a little boy, I do remember uh, that my father and his friends would get together once in a while, and they'd release a bunch of Mexicans, and then they'd go hunting them. <laughs> like, uh, What? What? They would release Mexicans and then go hunt them. Was were they born in 1750? Well, pretty maybe this was Uh, so that was probably you know it was the 60s. It was probably (laughs) it was was literally it's uh, Craven the Hunter. Finally, Uh, I got Marvel on the mind, you guys. Uh, Anyway, yeah, that's uh, it. People wonder about injustice and they think it's not happening anymore. Turns out I, I get a new reveal every couple of days because of the iPhone uh, camera app. <laughs> I oh, get yeah. to I get to watch some horrible, horrible thing happen almost real time. Yeah, no, it's it's very, very true. Very. Oh God, I just saw something. This is very upsetting because somebody really stepped out of line. Unless it, I maybe it's his real name or her real name, but. There's a story appearing on my screen right now, right now, 2018, the year of marijuana millionaires. If you don't invest in marijuana right now, you'll regret it for the rest of your life. And the first comment on that story is Chris Farley. Mm. Oh. Yeah, he's you know, dead. I really hope that's your... Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> I'm um, really hoping that uh, somebody else's real name, because if you're using Chris Farley's name, that's really disgusting. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's all I know. I just... I just found out Chris, Jay Chris Thomas died. 
Remember oh, Jay Thomas? Dude, a, yeah. What? Well, yeah, yeah, the guy from uh, Cheers. Well. Yeah, and then he was on yep. radio for a long time. Oh, and uh, Frazier, who's the guy that played Frazier's dad? John Mahoney. Yeah, he died Yeah, too. yeah, he just died. How many people are left from Cheers? But, <laughs> Ted well, Danson. And Frazier. He's immortal. <laughs> <laughs> he is immortal. Uh, I got to know Jay pretty well because he's about three, four years ago. He used to come on this show quite often and we talk and schmooze about this, that, and the other thing. And then we had kind of a telephone friendship after that point, and then all of a sudden he just, uh, and he was not very old, wasn't he only about 69, 67, 68? He, he was 69 when he passed, yeah. And he just died. That gets like, younger yeah, every you year, by the way. 69 <laughs> doesn't sound that old anymore. I'm like, I know. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. 74. God, he was so young. <laughs> he had the rest <laughs> of his life ahead of him. I heard Olivia de Havilland is still alive. 104. She is. 104. Wow. Four years old. Because my brother just watched that Errol Flynn Robin Hood. And so he was like, "Where? Mm-hmm. when did Olivia Havilland, de Havilland die? Well, it turns out she's still rocking it. So good for her. <laughs> it is good for her. Yeah. I think it's absolutely true. I think it's there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, she was born in Tokyo. That's oh, weird. Olivia de Havilland was born in Tokyo? Yep. I did not know that. Very wow. Strange. What was her, her sister was, uh, what's her face? Uh, Joan Fontaine. Joan Fontaine, there you go. Joan Fontaine is not still alive. No. She no. was also born in Tokyo. You guys are talking. Really? You guys are talking about women that Sid Hartman could have posters of as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. Now, Jackie, I don't know if you know who Sid Hartman is, but he is a 98 year old sports reporter for the Star Tribune in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I, I recognized his name. But he's, is he okay. still working? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. He just yes, signed a new works. deal. Oh, he's got a new contract. Yeah, he just signed a new five-year deal. There. Five-year deal? Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have to die to get out of that one. <laughs> and, uh, I swear to God. My dad just sold a job. Day. My dad's 80, and he's uh, he's retired unless he would like to buy something. And uh, so he just sold yeah, some windows yeah. and because uh, he's an aluminum siding salesman. And... Um, he just called me up. He's like, I just sold a nice bay window for five grand. It's going to be nice. It's going to supplement. Because my father has made no plan for retirement. He's he's always put right. into Social Security. He's put his, you know, like we all do, he put his money into Social Security. And now he's getting it back, $700 a month. And uh, and that's pretty much what he lives on, except for when he works. And so he just sold this, uh, this window. He's pretty psyched. But it keeps him young, the sales. And the markup. Exactly. He loves the markup. You got to have something to do. Yeah, gotta have something to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to you have to contribute. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's your own pocket or somebody else's, you have to contribute something. That's all there is to it. Yeah, it keeps There's them no busy. Keeps them off the pipe. Keeps them off the pole. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> it's important to keep my dad off <laughs> off <laughs> off the off the strip stage. <laughs> yes, that's, that's a good thing. There's no question about it. You're you know, a that good human, daughter. Human trafficking. We just don't need it. Right, and the human that's trafficking in 80 year old men is huge, huge. I tell you, <laughs> people are like, when I can heard. I sit around and listen to that guy talk about how he used to ride the rails? Uh, anyway. <laughs> When do you? How often do you get to see your father? I'm going to see him on Sun. I'm going to Milwaukee on Sunday, so I'm going to oh, hang out Monday see. and hang out with him. He gets bored with me after about two meals. <laughs> he he does? Can, yeah, yeah, he cracks me up. He, uh, uh, he what were we? Uh, he was just. I was. I just telling this story. I can't remember. But uh, like, he hasn't met most of his. He hasn't met any of his great grandchildren because he doesn't mm-hmm. care. He's like he's, he's I have five siblings. I have a dozen nieces and nephews. He's met most of his nieces and nephews, I think. I think he's met all of them. Does he met John? Yeah. Anyway, uh so and now he's got four great nieces and nephews and he's met absolutely none of them. And one of them lives here. <laughs> so really? he's like, yeah, he he's like, no no, that's fine. And uh <laughs> He barely, when I was a kid, he, was, he affected all of our lives a lot, but he's a lot like radiation. We never saw him, but he affected all of our lives. <laughs> he smoked four packs of cigarettes a day, I'm sure. I'll find out later <laughs> that they're like, how long have you been smoking? Yeah, I think it's that's wonderful. so funny. I, I go through the same thing with my parents. Okay, so to, get, to see my parents, I have to fly to Phoenix, rent a car, 
drive two hours north and stay at a hotel. Or, well, no, they don't have hotels in Cornville, Arizona. <laughs> Cornville. They have Cornville. they have motels where like workers that are there to fix the bridge are staying. That's where you stay <laughs> in Cornville. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So so it's a it's a it's a, it's a project experience. They, they don't have uh, a closer. Yeah, so, there's no closer airport than Phoenix. Nope. Absolutely not. Not to Cornville. Uh, well, there maybe Flagstaff is a teeny bit closer, but there are literally no flights into Flagstaff, so right. Um, and can't get there. To some extent, I'd rather fly direct and drive two hours. So right. So so I get there, you know, and it's like they're always really happy to see me, and then it's like after about three four hours, they're they're nodding off. <laughs> they're just kind of done. Boy, look at the time. I'm like, do you guys want to take a nap? I can go, you know, do something. And they're like, no, 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 it's great. <laughs> yeah. They're like, just, yeah. so I just, by, I, just, I just leave them. By coincidence, I, re- I played some audio this morning on this very morning, this very morning on my morning show. A guy is talking to, I, I think it's his grandfather. It's never made clear, I don't think, in the story that he's talking to his grandfather. But he asked his grandfather, he said, your birthday's coming up. How old are you? And the guy says... I'm 79. And he goes, no, you're not You're not 79 years old. Yes, I am. I know how old I am. I'm 79 years old. And the kid says, no, you're not 79 years old. Uh, what year were you born? He goes, I know I'm 79 because I was born in 1919. Oh. <laughs> wow. Says, what year do you think it is? Well, I don't know. I, I have no idea what year it is, but I know I'm 79 <laughs> years old. This guy's 98 years old. He's oh going to be God. 99 in May. Right. And he is convinced that it, since he was born in 1919, he can't be much older than 79 years old. But the question but is, math is, does he is he act not as... like he's 79? <laughs> <laughs> math you is know, not his strong suit. Yeah. No, yeah. math is not good. His math is not good. There's no question about that. But it's a very, what happens is his grandson goes, okay... Uh, guess, you're not 79, you're older than 79, so guess. He goes, 85. No. <laughs> 80, he goes, 89. No. 90. No. And they go all the way up the scale, he gets to 98, he goes, that's exactly right. And the guy goes, well, son of a bitch, I'm 98 years old. <laughs> wow. He lost 20 years uh, somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Math isn't yeah, my strong suit young. either. <laughs> No. So I, I think it's very sweet you're going to go home and, and, and see your your father. Yeah. you got to go stare at the old and, one. you got to go stare at him. But sick of you, you said. Yeah, he only lasts about two meals. Like, I'll, I'll take him out to <laughs> breakfast at the Greek family restaurant. He wants me to come sure. see his new... Uh, he, he paints. He's doing... He paints acrylics. Um, you know those nice. those Aww. paintings you can buy on the side of the highway for $25.99 or whatever? Mm-hmm. The best of his look like that. They're pretty cool. They're lifelike. They're eagles and <laughs> whatever like things. Like he likes to draw uh, landscapes. So nice. Yeah, he likes a farmhouse. You know, because he's been selling siding for many years. He he can draw a house really well. He can even draw a house upside oh, down. Wow. He can. Yeah, yeah. Because that was when you're when you're selling, you want to be able to draw and write upside down, so that the 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 client doesn't have mm-hmm. to. You don't have to turn it around. You can just make the deal upside oh. down. It was one of his. Like uh, he's like, you got to learn how to write upside down. You want to make be in sales. And uh, oh. I said, I never want to be in sales. <laughs> and uh, he said, What do you think you're doing up there? You're selling jokes. That's all you're doing. And I was like, Don't have to write upside down for that. Nope. But he does know what you do, so that's impressive. It, it's his favorite wow. thing when I talk about him. It's uh, it's sometimes uh, he goes, I was missing you. I put in that tape of you. And I said, did you miss me or did you miss me talking about you? <laughs> and he said, the second. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
This is Tom, and I've been telling you how easy it has been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan. My goal has been to lose 92.5 pounds. Well, I've started up another round at the new Nutramost Plymouth location, and I can't wait to shed those extra unwanted pounds. Nutramost is unlike any other weight loss program. It's just so easy, and they guarantee that you will lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. The team at Nutramost in Plymouth will support you every step of the way on your wellness and weight loss journey. Then, after you hit your goal, Nutramost in Plymouth is there for you with the Nutramost Forever Plan, an all-inclusive wellness program that improves and promotes healthy living and choices. Nutramost has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Nutramost Plymouth, located just off Highway 55 and 494. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. And it's worth every treasure on earth to be young at heart. <laughs> 98. I was born in 1919. I'm 79. The next line. Because it's been a long time. Yeah. You know, why not? I understand that completely. So, Jackie, what? How often do you talk about your father? I have uh, the new album. I had 15 minutes on him, and he said, "Over 20 minutes. It's my album." Uh, you, can't, you can't say it's your album you if you're talking about me for more than 15 minutes. Maria Bamford's actually doing one of my lines that his is his line that she was like, because Bamford's from Duluth, right? And uh, right. Maria Bamford, stand-up comic, TV show on Netflix called Lady Dynamite, and been my friend since 92. Now, she uh, is, uh, did the commencement speech over at the U of M where she graduated from this last June. And um, they asked her to do the commencement speech. They sent her the offer, and she said, well, how much? And they said, oh, it's an honor. So, And she was like, sometimes there's an honorarium. Yeah. And uh, they said, well, you know, we're, we're a nonprofit. And she goes, I'm pretty sure the football coach isn't living check to check over there. What's uh, what's happening? And, uh, and so my father has this thing that I... I my father has a saying, it's never say no without a number. God knows where he got it Ooh. from. You don't say no, you say, I would love to do that. And then you pick a number three times anything you've ever gotten. Like, I would I would say, I'd love to do that. I'm going to need $11,000. And then the person like says, I don't have $11,000. And you go, well, thank you so much for thinking of me. If your budget ever goes up, keep me in mind. But know that my prices are always rising. Now, mm-hmm. that's the pitch, right? And then you don't have to do the thing uh, and, unless they are willing to give you that money. And, but he's like, you got to pick a number <laughs> that, that you're willing to do it for. And I tried to use it once, and I dropped the ball and ended up in Montana oh. in February. But Maria, <laughs> <laughs> Maria, uh, they were like, oh, it's an honor. And she goes, yeah, I'm going to need 20 grand. And uh, they were silent for two weeks. They played a they, they slow played her. They did a nice job, and then they offered her ten grand, and then she took it. And then she didn't realize it was two commencement speeches. Mm-mm. Anyway, oh god, yeah. So at the end of the but at the end of each of them, she gave away to some kid in the front row who had student loans five thousand dollars. Oh, made out to Sally May. Nice. Yeah, so. Made out to Sally May, and uh, she was like, "That's a wonderful thing. That's That's a really nice nice story." She's like, "Yeah, I like a witness when I'm being great." Yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, that makes sense. That makes total uh, sense. It's actually completely against the rule of how you're supposed to do it. She thinks it's hilarious, and um, she's actually a very good person, also secretly. So. Oh, she is. Yes, she is one of my best friends, and she's a delight. Glad to hear that. Yes. I'm glad to hear that. She's, uh, and her show's called Lady Dynamites on Netflix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a, a tiny role on the first season. Second season, they asked me if I could do another tiny role, and I had a cold that week, so I couldn't. Oh. I had to turn down TV work. I know. <laughs> you want me to come in with a cold? I'm going to need eleven grand and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and some Tamiflu. Uh, it's. Uh, have you guys had any of the flu, cold thing? The thing that's killing mm-hmm. everyone? Yeah, I had something. Catherine, did. some 
gross woman in Starbucks definitely did. <laughs> she should not have left her house. Did she cough all over you, too? Not over me, but, you uh, know. God, just in the world. She, she should not have left the house. <laughs> I went to the oh. Minute Clinic yesterday here in downtown uh, oh, good. Target. and Because I... Uh, I was in New York That's a couple great of weeks place ago. To get the flu. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why I, I try not to go to the Minute Clinic. Except for I have a rash all over my back. I think I was allergic to some um, detergent in somebody's at a hotel. Uh, so, oh, yeah. but I've had it for two weeks and it itches like hell. So, and I'm sick of talking like to the mother of two. Uh, look at my rash and then the mother of two says it's a rash and uh have you thought about putting a cream on it <laughs> and then so i've decided to go to essentially the mother of two who happens to also be a health practitioner and uh she looked at it and she goes yeah that's a rash and i was like and then she wrote me a prescription for some like uh steroidy prednisone or something whatever prednisone oh prednisone prednisone that's it be careful with that that's what I'm told. I'm told it makes you a little jittery. Can you tell I'm up? I'm up, you guys. No, you're good. Everything is good. And, uh, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, I'm only day two on these meds, and so it's still pretty itchy. It's a great you know, story. Jerry you Lewis. Uh, Jerry Lewis well, uh, was on prednisone there for a while before he died. Uh, oh, really? He gained like 100 pounds, so I'd be careful. Well, this isn't a cream. This isn't oh, this taking is the pill. Oh, this yeah. is not the pill. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah the, don't pill, take the pill. Yeah, those pills, those prednisone pills, man. They just they gave. I I was on it one time for a hive situation <laughs> that was really out of control, and ever since then I have had horrible heartburn. That oh, really? Nasty. Yes. I'm on the pills. I think <gasps> it's well, an you oral. Are on the it's oral. It's oh. not the topical. Oh. Yeah. yeah, be careful. You should be slugging Maalox. Oh, as well. Yeah, just something to coat to my stomach. Stomach. Or? Okay. I've yeah, been on try. prednisone a couple times, and I've never yeah, had any but problems. You never with it. know. Right. It ruined me. My constitution. So, uh, this have... is old school peasant stock. You're, you're, you're listening <laughs> to here, folks. I am literally half Irish and half Armenian. This was genetically modified to pick up a rock on someone else's property. So uh, <laughs> there's no <laughs> there's no reason why this shouldn't live to be at least 98. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly. So you you have you no idea where the, where this rash came from. No, no. And everybody, I was like, I got it at a hotel in New York, and they're like, bed bugs. And I'm like, we're not going yeah. there. We're not going there. Not going there. No, no. And no, though no, I no. did wash all of my clothes, I like I washed. Even the yeah. clean clothes. I was like, if yeah. it's bed bugs, I'm not bringing it home. That's brutal. So, yeah. but it's just it a rash. Brutal. So it's it, it, it's weird. And then two weeks is too long. It was supposed to. I mean, I I assume if I get a rash, that it'll take a week or so to get rid of it. I haven't had a lot of rashes. Are you, so. you going to call this episode Jackie's Funny Rash? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I Maybe. Jackie's Funny Rash. We don't know. Yeah, I, had a, I had a rash once after we came back from the Keys, and the, it turned out it was just, it was some like microscopic bug thing in the ocean that was oh, just yeah. chewing on my foot, basically. Ew. And I was in the same kayak with him, walking around the yeah. same exact water, and I got what the hell? no bites whatsoever. Huh. Mm, so. Well, and the best part was they, they had. Steak I came in and they looked at it, and then they had to like call in a specialist because they didn't know what the hell it was. Oh. And he and the specialist was like, "Well, I think it's this." So. Well, you were in the keys. Some, yeah, it was some then, rare tropical. Yeah, parasite. That was the problem. The you ghost went, of when you were in the keys, you went to Minnesota. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, in Minnesota, they're not going to know about these ocean rings. No. The ghost yeah. of Bob Dylan. He's still alive. <laughs> anyway, Bob is still alive. He's still with it. Prince, not so much, but Bob Dylan still is. It's true. I knew the we Dork think. Forest, and uh, someone's dorked him a couple of weeks ago. Was the movie Labyrinth? And uh, oh yeah, I used to get David Bowie and Billy Idol mixed up in 1984. I don't know a Whoops. lot about music, you guys. What is what it is? They had the I same don't know haircut. Who Billy Idol is. He said it's yeah, got a blonde haircut, same, spiky. In yeah, 1984, same, they did. Yeah, and that unisex sort of look or whatever that was called back then. Androgynous? Yeah. You remember White That's Wedding, don't you? Yeah. It's a nice I day remember this. Oh, oh, yeah. White Wedding. That's Billy Joel. Billy Idol. Billy Idol, yes. Uh, I just called him Billy Joel, but his name is Billy yeah, Idol. Yeah, I do. But other than that, 
Everything is everything's working out just fine. Other than that, now tell me about Dork Forest. Oh, I just recorded an episode with a Minnesotan, and uh, it was Ooh. fascinating. It was this guy, Brandy Brown, is oh. emceeing for me this week at Acme, okay. and um, her boyfriend has uh, created an app for uh, trout fishing, and he is a fly fishing guy, and he spoke genuinely for 56 minutes about fly fishing the dork forest is where somebody comes on they tell me about the something that they love more than uh more than other things that they love and uh this guy 56 minutes about fly i learned a lot about fly fishing um i don't i don't remember a lot but um it was fascinating (laughs) Every episode goes by, and it goes in one ear and out. You should have seen the cricket episode. I, I, for an hour after the cricket episode, I was like, I know how to play cricket. And now it's gone. Uh, but, oh, uh, I thought you meant cricket the bug. I th- that's what I thought, no. too. Oh, no, that's cricket the ball too. game out of, out of England. And, yeah. um, the baseball, but not? But not. There's, they're protecting wickets, which are these mm-hmm. posts, and have tiny cubes yep. on top of yep. them. And they got to bat away the ball from knocking the tiny cube off of the top mm-hmm. of the wicket, off of the top of the post. It's really? very strange. And it can go so on for days. Been, yeah. How long have you been doing Dork Forest now? And so we're in our 12th year. I got yeah. in on the ground. 12 years? Yeah. I've talked to her about this Ground before. floor. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of, uh, of something that doesn't make any money. Yes. <laughs> Let's do this, I said to myself. But I love it so. It's really fun. I just, uh, Marcella Arguello just did an episode about Kanye West. Again, music not being okay. my strong suit. It's a pretty funny episode because I keep asking very basic questions. And then, uh, and then the labyrinth one and then the trout fishing one. The app is called Trout Spotter, S-P-O-T-R, and it is Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa, great streams that are legal and safe to fish in. What? Yeah. I thought they all were. No. I thought so, too. No, no, they're safe to fish in is the big deal. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, and and plus there's seasons, and there's there's catch and release, and then there's... um, how many you can keep and how big they are and all these things. And then he ties the flies and then he talks about what everything's made of. And it was, it's, it's going to come out probably in two weeks. Like I think the next episode is about maritime uh, history. This woman, the ne- the next episode is with this woman who is like, uh, when she was 44 years old, she quit her job at Disneyland and moved to Exeter, England, and got her master's degree in maritime history because in 2003 she saw Pirates of the Caribbean. It is the dorkiest tale. Yeah, it, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie led to her getting her master's degree in maritime history. I was like, that's crazy. And at 40, well, she could have just. She could have just done the ride at Disney World. She did the ride at Disney World. She also (laughs) sailed on something called the Victoria and learned how to sail, like old-timey tall wooden ships, when she was 40. She's climbing the rigging. Yeah, and this is a woman who looks like me. I was like, "What's happening?" And uh, the weird, weirdest midlife crisis I've ever heard of. It really, really, yes, that's exactly what it was. Sounds like fun with flags. There was some flags. Yeah. Sure, I, I, I wonder. If she, I wish I would have asked her now if she ever learned semaphore. Uh, I have a Jackie, mo- do you ever get um, inspired to to take up any of the hobbies after talking to the, some of these people? I bought a very expensive calendar planner one time and then never <laughs> used it. <laughs> I swear to God, this woman talked so great about how much she loved her paper calendar planner and stickers that I'm like, I'm going to buy one. And I bought it. I could have lit $60 on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was the dumbest. It's sitting next to my desk. And I'm like, nope. I'm never using this. Yeah, you were going to get organized, right? Uh, yeah, I Is, uh, I like a paper calendar, but I don't. I'm not going to put stick. I don't. I'm not crafty. <laughs> Let that yeah, just me be said. Now is is uh is trout spotter is that episode number four fifty? No, that'll be I. Uh, it'll be episode I think four fifty four. I think four fifty four. Oh, because I'm looking at your website right now, and you've only got four forty nine up there. Okay, so four fifty is labyrinth. Four fifty one will be maritime history, and uh, I think so. Four fifty two. I see. Yeah. So you, how often do you do dork forest? Once a week. Once a week you do. I thought you did. And who who uh, who you uh, who like hosts it? 
Well, I mean, I'm not the show, but who hosts the podcast? Libsyn. As I, I mean, it, it is Libsyn. I thought it was Libsyn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and then get this. I just found out that you can tick a box on Libsyn and send it to YouTube. Which is why those you, uh, I, I have to yes. I have to manually add them to the TDF page that you're looking at. But uh, mm. see that my my audio guy makes a slug of a picture of the dude or the woman that's the guest, a tiny inset of their dorkdom, and then uh, and then <laughs> the logo of the show with a whatever, right? And you can listen to the Dork Forest on YouTube while staring at that one image. I don't know why you would want to. Why wouldn't you just download it on iTunes and put it on your phone or Stitcher or whatever the heck people do? We've, yeah, we've got the same thing. There's some some people just like YouTube. Yeah. Some they people really are just do. on YouTube all the time, uh, and they just don't go anywhere else. Yeah. So it's know, yeah, it's uh, I've picked up a, like 200 new listeners because since I put it on cool. YouTube, which we'll is kind see, of fascinating. Good. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, my numbers are not like they're not like never not funny or or um, Marin's podcast. They're oh, not like that oh, kind right. of numbers. Bernard show, right? We're talking six to ten thousand an episode <laughs> if I'm lucky. Well, that's wonderful. That's really That'll good. do. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, it's solid. Monetize that. Yeah. We shall be right back. More with Jackie Cation. And we're talking Dork Forest and we're talking Acme right after this, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here. If you're ready to sell your home, you've probably heard that you should wait until spring. But why wait for temperatures to rise when the market is hot right now? Not selling in winter is a total myth. Truth is, buyers are hungry. And while other sellers and real estate agents hibernate, the Chris Lindahl team is selling homes like hotcakes. Chris has done a great job. We have our house on the market with Chris right now, as a matter of fact. And the video he did is amazing. The Chris Lindahl team is America's number one REMAX results team for a reason. They play to win, and they've got the skilled players to sell your home fast. In fact, they sell a home on average every nine hours for over the MLS average. Don't wait until spring to sell your home. Call the Chris Lindahl team at 763-401-SOLD. That's 763-401-SOLD. The first two callers will get a free staging package. This is a huge value, and it's only going to the first two Tom Bernard Show callers from this ad. That's 763-401-SOLD. Call now, get the free staging package, and grab the opportunity before winter is over. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Jackie Cation with us. She is at Acme tonight and tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30, both nights. One of the thrills of my life, and I didn't see it coming. It was fantastic. Just an hour ago, sitting on the same show, uh, I can't remember what song it was, but uh, I don't think he knew he was on the air. But uh, listening to Jimmy Schubert sing along to a song is fantastic. <laughs> oh, well, I was singing along insane. to Rich Girl by Hall and Oates. I'm, I'm a rich girl, girl. and yeah. I've gone too far, because you know it don't matter anymore. Or anyway. See, listen to that singing. Mm-hmm. Listen to that singing. But he sounded more like, I'm a team singer. rich girl. <laughs> gone too far. That was you pretty know, good. You know who I really like, and he's... Um, I, I don't know how to describe Maybe you could help me describe him, because I really, really enjoy, enjoy him, like a lot of people do. Uh, he was on episode 442 of Dork Forest, Doug Stanhope. Oh, my God. What an interesting man. <laughs> oh, he's a delight. Here's the thing about Stanhope. He is. is uh, he wanted to come on. He wanted his dorkdom to be defending Louis C.K. That's okay. what he wanted right. his dorkdom to be. And I said, you have a podcast okay. where you could talk about pulling your dick out. And uh, we could talk. Because the thing, about, the thing about, about Doug is that Doug is constantly dropping trow. He has always dropped trow. And a couple yeah. of things about Doug standing up uh, in, his, in his penis is that he always warns you, I'm about to pull out my penis. He never blocks the door. And he always, it's never hard. And according to him, it's never hard. <laughs> oh, well, you know, he, he does enjoy life. TMI. Let me put it that way. 
Yeah, he it's a lot of information. He will, he will have a cocktail. So he's an he adult beverage, and Doug Stanhope are no are no strangers. But he is a. No. Uh, the thing about Doug Stanhope that is wonderful is that there's no malice in Doug Stanhope because I have seen nope. old women laugh at his act, and uh, <laughs> but get this, so he comes on the Dork Forest. We're probably 35 minutes into. Essentially, we're just reminiscing about us partying in the 90s for the first half an hour, and then he he drops that. He collects leisure suits from the 70s. And I was like, we could have been talking about this forever. I'll tell you where he gets them. He gets them on eBay. And his two favorite brands are Joe Namath and Johnny Carson. Those are brands from the 70s. They were available at like JCPenney or something. And so he buys them on eBay, 100% polyester. He would melt into the into the woodwork if uh, there's no they're not flammable. And uh, but he oh he looks outstanding in them. He's he's the he's well, kind of like Mordal. He only eats once a day, you know. But he he lives on the Mexican border, and if you're wearing polyester on the Mexican border, it's got to be a little hot. And it's a more of a road thing, like that. It's oh, more it's perform- a road. Oh, performance okay, clothes. Yes. I did. I did notice, by the way, on episode four forty two with Doug Stanhope, the the titles are Drunkalog One, Tequila and Hot Sauce, and Leisure Suits. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. So, it's, so there you have. Somebody it. just subscribed. This is live, right? Yes. Uh, because somebody just subscribed to my YouTube page. See, it was there awesome. you go. So that now was, you have a new. That's outstanding. That works. I'm going. What, they do, what we've I'm, done with this show. Mm-hmm. We, we the, It's live as a podcast, and then we post it as a podcast, but it's also on several radio stations throughout the state of Minnesota. That's awesome. That's that's fantastic. So started- so, yeah, so I'm at Acme tonight. So just because of that, now I want to plug some stuff if I can. <laughs> Absolutely. Val- <laughs> Valentine's See, Day. There's your father I'm, right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would be very proud. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be mad that he it took 15 be. minutes for me to do it. Uh, <laughs> it's actually a half an hour. Anyway. Uh, Who's counting? I'm in, I'm in San Francisco for Valentine's Day. I'm doing uh, Cobbs. Oh. I'm headlining Cobbs in San Francisco on uh, the 14th of February, and then I'm going on the Joko cruise to Mexico on sun on the following Sunday, a week from Sunday. The Joko cruise is a nerd cruise with uh, Jonathan right. Colton and Amy Mann. And um, a bunch of science fiction writers and comic book writers, Matt Fraction, Kelly DeConnick, um, N.K. Jemison, who won the Hugo and Nebula two years in a row. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a bunch of nerds. You play board games. You sit around. You're given a button that says, yes, I can do friendship, and another button that says, nope, can't do friendship today. And people don't talk to you because you got social anxiety issues. It's awesome. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that at all. It's, uh, it's, it's a great idea. I, won't, I, won't, I want to wear them in life. That, that's a cruise okay. that I would uh, do well in. Because you could... Get some solo time in. Yeah, get yep. a ton of solo time in. Yeah, just read a book, sit by the pool, wearing a red button that said, nope, <laughs> do not talk to yep. me. <laughs> I like that, actually. Yeah, it's great. All right, what else? Okay, okay, so we got to promote tonight's show, uh, 8 and 10.30, tomorrow night's show, 8 and 10.30. Then you're going to, what's the name of the cruise? The Joko Cruise. J-O-C-O. Joko Cruise. Yeah. So, so, so people can buy tickets to go on that with you. Yeah, I think there's still and tickets can, left. Yeah. They can come and see you in San Francisco on Valentine's Day, which is next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? What else do we have? Uh, you should. You should promote. Um, uh, you, you should definitely promote uh, promote uh, Dork Forest. Yeah, Dork Where Forest. Find that? That's just DorkForest.com and iTunes and obviously YouTube, and then uh, and then I have another podcast where it's just me and Lori Kilmartin. Uh, who says hi, I by the way? Her. Yeah, she said hi. I love her. She's wonderful. Oh, she's she's awesome. And I have a podcast with her where we just literally bitch about stand-up comedy. It's instead of <laughs> it's instead of two middle-aged white guys talking about stand-up comedy, it's two middle-aged white ladies. It's not a step forward so much as a lateral move uh, for really for funny. entertainment. Jackie, yes. it's really funny. Like like Lori would say say hello to me. I don't know why this is because I think I'm pretty even keel, but. What's really funny about comedians is I either get along with them really well or they hate my guts, and I don't know why. But, but they, some of them do. They just can't stand me. It's like okay, well, you know what? Only you're, a few. Your best friend. I don't think she can stand me. Oh, uh, Bamford. 
Manford, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, she uh, hates my guts. She doesn't hate your guts. Uh, she uh, hates doing radio. Well, this is. I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't. She doesn't want to. The, the, it's. Uh, she. She. She has social anxiety. You know, we both. I. I opened oh, for I her that. in Boston. Yeah, I know she, she does. Yeah. And in Boston, we were uh, inducted into the Harvard Lampoon. Yeah, you and were it, telling me that. That's very cool. It was cool, except for that it was. Uh, they had masks and candles and maria was just freaking out and i was just i had to talk her down off the ledge every time they locked us in a basement or made us walk through a gauntlet with kids with you know just shiny kids in in uh with candles and solo cups how harvardy it was super it was baby illuminati is what it was and uh but they were all 20 so they had they were uh, fabulously good looking kind of wealthy kids but also mm-hmm. carrying those red cups that you have at keggers because they're college yeah. kids. How did, so how did she deal with all that that had to be very if she has because yeah, i heard she has severe social anxiety how did she deal with that uh i i'm her service animal <laughs> I was so there. You, you, you saved her. I talked so you her down. Saved her. Yeah, it was. I mean, well, I think. Good. Yeah, and and the thing is, if I wouldn't have been there, she would have just said, "I'm gone. I gotta go." Yeah, because she no, can, can she can that. use her words. You know, she's good at saying. Yeah, right, I, right, she knows her right. own boundaries better today than she's ever so, in her life. So, how much did you get for being her social animal? Uh, I get very well played, by the way. Very well paid to open. I get to open for her. I get to open okay. for her audiences. She pays me uh, more than I'm worth, except for that, you know how long it takes you to feel like you're worth something? Just once. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, no, I That's deserve true. the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> and, uh, That's right. right. And so, uh, and she's one of my best friends, so we get to have uh, the good times. Good times are ahead. Well, we'll see. That's a wonderful story. And I, as I told you, I just I just saw a, a futile and stupid gesture. Oh yeah, the story of Doug Kinney, and part of it was filmed at the castle, the Harvard Lampoon Castle. It's yeah. unbelievable. Looks like but a the baby. People all or... looked r- yeah, they look really obnoxious though. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know they, they it's it's supposed to it's the Harvard Lampoon is is comedy, but it's it's comedy is a learned skill, and they're all twenty, so uh, you know they're going to start. They're monkeys. They're just throwing stuff at the wall, hoping something will stick. And they're not wrong. And some of it's very funny, and some of it isn't. Just like all of us, you know. <laughs> they're 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 not. the The hard thing is getting into Harvard, and then and then the the yeah. the, the bell curve is the same. I'm afraid. <laughs> so there's dumb. There's smart. There's evil. There's good. So I've, no, I've been. No, learning they did that. not. They didn't claim to be a nonprofit at Harvard, did they? They did not, but they also did not pay us. Oh, Though they did God. give us a lanyard with a medal that said Harvard Lampoon on it. We were given the the. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we were given essentially the the entry things. It was weird. That's but that's their initiation. Like you have to sit down. We, Marie and I are sitting there, and there's like ten, and and five of them are are four four of them are women, and six of them are dudes, and uh, the main guy is asking us questions why we should be allowed in the Harvard Lampoon. And his first question is literally, what's the most baller thing you've ever done? Oh, my God. And Maria looks at me, and I look at the guy, and I'm like, you know, we're middle-aged white ladies, right? What's happening? And Maria's like, what does that word even mean? And I said, I have been listening to Amazon Prime's Top Pop, so I'm pretty sure I can answer this question. Ooh. Ooh. 90% of new uh, slang just means good. Right. Just, right. Just good thing that you've ever done. There you go. Right. It's just sort of a balls to the wall. What's what's something exceptional that you did that what, that is a good story, I think. So I told the story of being in Iraq and they set off these light flares on the perimeter, but they didn't tell us that they were setting off light flares. So I went up first and this light flare is loud and bright and it's nighttime, and I almost wet myself, and I think it was the best laugh I got, because all the soldiers were like, see what we live with? See what we live with. Welcome to a glimpse into some PTSD. (laughs) And I was like... I would imagine so. "Mm -hmm." But it was... uh, 
It, that, 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 it was a forward operating base in the middle of Iraq <laughs> that took us all day. Oh, we got lost oh. in the, on the way there. And, uh, and the navigator guy was like, MapQuest uh, just sent me this way, boss. And, uh, just, <laughs> <laughs> which is a joke. Because you know who's funny? Everyone in a war zone. Everyone's hilarious in a war zone. Well, it's very nice of you to do that, by the way. Thank you for that. Oh, it was, uh, you know what? There, I don't know. I'll I'll do stand up anywhere. Quite honestly, it's I just want to do stand up. No. So I was happy to. No, you you're supposed to respond and say yes. I was very brave, and it was I, I was. Very I'm enormously. I'm, I'm a good person. I don't know if you know that, but uh, <laughs> I no, I just the only reason. <laughs> it, it's funny because I knew nothing about the armed forces, and then when I went, because I come from a long line of cowards. Uh, my father was in the okay. Marines by accident, so uh, I think it was a it was a court ordered thing in the fifties. <laughs> okay, and um, but he that's not true. It's uh, he joined because my mother was pregnant, so which is the sort of <laughs> society ordered, not court ordered. It's because what oh, else do you, okay. what else do you do when you're seventeen and you're and you're sixteen year old girlfriend is pregnant oh. that then you marry you're like oh I, I need work it turns out and so you join the service anyway um he so i had never met anybody in the armed forces like my brothers at some point a couple of my brothers were going to join and my dad was like you know you can just leave town you don't have to join the army to get out of town you can just leave <laughs> But it's not can, AWOL until you've enlisted. <laughs> right. You've got to send money back home. You can go shovel sand for a living some, in some other town if you want to get away from yes. us and make two fifty an hour. It'll be fine. And um, my sister almost joined because she wanted to be in the band. And uh, they, she made it all the way through. They were having her sign the paperwork. But she read the paperwork because she comes from my family. And the paperwork said that she wasn't guaranteed to be in the band. And she said, Aww. well, if I'm not guaranteed to be in the band, even though I just passed the audition, why would I join? And the guy's like, well, you should really just sign the paper. <laughs> and she said, I'm gay. <laughs> and walked out of the... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? So now, every, every time I see Jackie, and I only see Jackie uh, or talk to Jackie about once a year, but uh, we've only got about 45 seconds left in the hour. Thanks for having so me, So I say this to Jackie. Oh, it's always a great pleasure. I love when I see your name on the fun. docket because it's always great to talk to you. Thank you. And I do say this to you every year, and I have since I very first met you. The first time I ever met you, you said these two words, and I will say them to you now. And nobody will know what the hell I'm talking about. Go swarm. <laughs> I will never. I was just telling Lewis that I was like, if he mentions that damn hockey team again, <laughs> um, um, it's not hockey; it's lacrosse. Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I love that. So I go saved swarm. it to the very end, Jackie. Go swarm. Go swarm. They don't the exist best. anymore, by the way. No, they do not. But the joke still have does. To say, go swarm. <laughs> yes, they do. A joke will never die. Well, thank you so much. Always a tremendous pleasure to talk to you. It's always great to, to talk to you and see your name on the docket. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Jackie Cajun at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 1030, both nights. Tom Bernard Show.